Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Today you are joining us for episode 271, where we are talking about fortitude and fluidity, both as a concept and as the theme of our most recent women's wellness workshop, which was just beyond amazing that we wrapped up this past weekend. So, so good. Yes. Yes. Uh, So we'll cover what these words mean to us, our highlights of the event, and then also in today's episode, we will be covering some Q&A that we've been stacking up and waiting to unleash on you guys. Yes, we know you all love a good Q&A episode, so we will be covering things from oxalates in turmeric to whether you should do the Beat the Bloat Cleanse versus the 10-Day Detox, and information on bumps on little children's arms, like the karyotosis pilaris, it was a mom's question on her daughter and so much in between so stay tuned for that at the end but I am still on a total high from the women's wellness workshop it was pure magic truly and this whole concept really came to life I think just seeing a group of 40 women in one space in like-minded company, lighting up and feeling and getting into their bodies and being inspired with functional medicine and food as medicine was just absolutely incredible. And I know that there's more in the mix to come. Yes, absolutely. Um, Before we jump into today's episode, let's just give some updates. What have we got coming next? I know the first question is going to be like, when are you doing this workshop again? I couldn't make it. So Okay, you guys, so this is so exciting. I'm actually coming on as like a post-record after Becky and I originally recorded this episode because I went ahead and booked a 9,000 square foot space in Dripping Springs, Texas at the end of March. So this retreat, which we will be throwing, uh, is going to be the 25th through the 27th, so two nights a Friday and Saturday night in Hill Country, and um, it will be including two meals and snacks daily. We will have a welcome reception with locally made cocktails and kombucha and bites, and we're going to have bluegrass and barbecue the first night. I will be doing over the weekend six hours of lecture. We will have intimate small group breakouts to expand and grow. We will have daily movement. We will have a bone broth bar, matcha, coffee, and tea bar. We will have food as medicine workshops daily, an olive oil tour on site where we're going to do a lunch and also salumeria tasting because I know all your mouths will be watering once you listen to today's episode, and um, a two-hour cooking class on that Saturday evening with Becky and myself, as well as an even enhanced swag bag than we talk about in today's episode. So just wanted to jump on and let you know as you're sitting here, maybe with a little bit of FOMO, if you missed out on our fluidity and fortitude workshop, we are doing an entire weekend retreat. Uh, we will have details over at AllieMillerRD.com. And this ranges in value around $2,000 to $2,500. What we're starting with is a $250 deposit. And so go ahead, check your calendar, see if this will work for you. Uh, we have different bedroom models like VIP besties, which can be one king room with an ensuite of your own private bathroom. We have double queen bedrooms with a private bathroom. So, you know, talk to your friends get your calendars set. We also have single bed options and so much more. Uh, This is going to be up to 30 women and then the Naturally Nourished team. And we will have price ranges that start at $1,500 per person. And again, that's the entire all-inclusive weekend, all of the things you're lodging, the entire experience of the retreat and the food and all of the fun. Uh, There's also a pretty awesome pool on site and hot tubs. So I'm like thinking that we're going to kick off each morning with a polar bear (laughs) challenge or some cryotherapy or cold plunges. And I I just think it's going to be 
such an amazing weekend of fun with like-minded women that are all looking to really step into this next year on top and feeling resilient and ready to rock and roll. So I can't wait for y'all to check it out and meet me there. Uh, definitely go on over to AllieMillerRD.com. I will put the link in the show notes. And again, what you would be doing now is purchasing a $250 non-refundable deposit. And we're only allowing that for the first 15 purchases. And then when we have active spaces available, you will be the first to know and you will get a $500 credit. So when you put the $250 deposit, you are getting a $500 value. So you're getting like an early bird savings of $250 off whichever accommodations you select. Um, Again, check that out and enjoy the rest of today's episode. And I think we're also going to talk a little bit about keto meal plans. Meal plan going for you guys, yep. which is the 12-week <laughs> ketosis meal plan. And that's going to probably launch mid-January. Um, and that will be offered by a monthly purchase or the whole 12-week purchase where you'll get a little bit of savings bundled into that. And you'll get a weekly email with a challenge. You'll get your grocery list. You'll get the five to six recipes as well as a matrix of how to lay that all out. And right now, that's where our brain space will be occupied through the end of the year of Figuring out, you know, if we have a bell pepper in a recipe that you use the rest of it as a crudite in our rustic balsamic dip, um, or you know, ensuring that everything that's purchased is utilized, that there's good balance of macros, that you're able to understand where you could. Uh, employ metabolic flexibility. So would you add a half cup of butternut squash or would you add a little bit more mango to your keto green smoothie? So it's going to really be a great structured motivational way to hit the new year on the right foot and also maintain that diversity within your meal plans that you're not stuck in a food rut. So we're super excited about this product coming out. We'll be talking about it more and more as the weeks pass and as we tighten up and conceptualize really what this is, but it will be a 12-week food as medicine ketosis meal plan. And again, you can subscribe monthly or for the whole 12 weeks. Okay, let's talk about the event. So what was the, let's, let's first cover, I guess, what is, fortitude and fluidity how would you define those and and why did you choose those as the theme for this workshop yeah you know it's really funny because every time we becky and i dance and we do that prana shakti dance that we've talked about we can link the episode with dr deb kern where we talked about uh you know what that type of movement is and what that does for our bodies but I feel like Becky and I both would admit that the weekly dancing is one way that we have survived the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and a lot of that has to do with maintaining ourselves feeling our bodies and honoring what our bodies need. And in this day and age when there's such a constant buzz in social media or the news or even just actually energetically through EMF or you name it, there is a lot of disruption to our own neurological system and our own actual vibration or our own feelings in our body. And when this all started with pandemic, so many of us were in that amygdala lizard brain of survival reactivity um, without really processing, is this even something that I fear or am I just being told I should fear? Mm -hmm. Is this something that I feel in my body or is this something that is being pushed into my body? Um, And so this idea of fortitude is... Um, Really being able to stand your ground, feeling solid in your place, um, feeling solid in your principles, and having this strength of frame, so maintaining good muscle mass, good structural health, and also fortitude, I think of in the household, kind of holding the framework of your family as, as a lead in the household, for those of you that are mothers, of course, or even sisters and aunts and you name it. Um, the true definition of fortitude is having courage in pain or adversity, which I really love. I think that that really resonated with me when I saw that true definition. I said, yes, that is fortitude. And, and that's what I've been asking for when we say, what do I need? And we start each mm-hmm. dance class. I would say like 70% of the time, I'm like fortitude. I just need to keep going and stay strong and feel resilient. And the fluidity piece of this speaks to more of the femininity. And and we also did a podcast episode we can link on fluidity. That was a a year plus ago. Um, And that's when I talked a lot about like wounded masculinity. And when I think back about the pandemic again, I think of the cycle of emotions that I went through. There was that initial confusion of like, 
what the heck? We talk about the immune system every time in this month. (laughs) And how come now we're getting shadow banned or censored or hit? What's going on here? And, you know, when when we did our first episode, I think it was 179, I believe, Mm -hmm. on the coronavirus, you know, Becky and I talked about the innate and adaptive immune processes. And this is how the immune system works when it is um, exposed to a pathogen. And this is how the body um, responds to antiviral compounds. And this is what vitamin C and N-acetylcysteine do and glutathione. And, you know, we continue to nerd out. We did episode, I believe, 180 or 181 as the part two, and we learned more about the sars 2 cov uh, receptor and um, spike protein influence and talked about natural compounds that could uh, block receptor sites to aid in antiviral function. And, um, you know, the season just kept turning from confusion to um, sadness. I got sad very quickly. Um, when I started to see really the truth behind the concept that what was really difficult for me as a human being was to be at peace with the fact that there is actually evil in this world and that there are ill-intended humans or maybe humans even furthermore have lost their humanity Mm -hmm. and because of this technocratic society and that loss of feeling in their bodies they've dissociated from their soul or their spiritual connection and their ego of money and power and profit is enough to be able to harm other human beings and that was really a messed up process that I had to come to peace with I was very sad I remember in March like being curled over this is March 2020 um being curled in a ball on the floor and Brady being like what's wrong and I'm like e- like everything, everything. <laughs> like my daughter might not be able to go to college because I can see I could see before even vaccines were out and vaccine passports were discussed what was happening with this dark layer and then my sadness turned into anger mm-hmm. And anger is equally a non-serving emotion that does not feel good in the body and can destroy your gut and your nervous system. And so from anger, I had to find and seek the light. And, and I talked about this a couple episodes ago, you know, in my personal updates and functional medicine stuff, but that's when I really decided, okay, there is actually darkness and some demonic presence going on. I need to not just like like proactively seek God or like walk towards the light. I need to like run and have an unquenchable thirst to know God. Um, And that was a big dynamic for me. And with that also the importance of understanding how to find the ability to pivot at times of roadblock, finding a way to not dampen my spirit when I'm meeting adversity on a daily level and really redirect my life to a way that things feel more fluid. So that's the fluidity piece, to flow easily with smooth elegance or grace. And that's the actual definition of the word fluidity. And I love that the word grace is in there because we know grace is from God. Um, And so that really resonated really strong with me. So the event was fortitude and fluidity. Yes, I love it. And you opened up kind of your intro was talking about that. And I feel like people had goosebumps. I saw some tears in the room. Like it was pretty emotional. Um, What was the, the best moment of the event? For you, yeah, and and I want to hear from you too, Becky. What I mean, those anything in those words that I didn't define that resonated with you in a different way or fluidity was my word for 2020 before we knew, <laughs> before right? we knew, yeah, what was to come before I knew I was pregnant before we. I knew. think mine was root and uh-huh. yours is, yeah or something uh, or fluid or something and yeah. I don't know where it even came from at the time. Um, and then it was also your word right before your water broke. It sure was because <laughs> I remember that you were talking it about that. in such a different way. Um, so yeah, that resonates. I'd have to go back and like listen to that episode where we do our, our words for the year. But I'm assuming I recorded that pre even knowing I was pregnant because I didn't find out till like early January and that's usually our January theme and pre pandemic. Um, so certainly some like reflective element mm-hmm. there for sure. Um, and fortitude as yeah. a new mama. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's that too. Yes. Uh, okay, so best moments of the event. Uh, honestly, I think one of my highlights was just when the doors opened. We had 30 minutes of you know doors open and checking people in. We had a bone broth bar going from Fond Bone Broth. And um, just 
like individually hugging and welcoming people and hearing where they came in from. We had people in from Pittsburgh, upstate New York, California, Ohio. I mean, it was just totally awesome hearing people's stories or, um, you know, those like really deep hugs of people that were like, literally, you helped me get through the bad season or you got me off three medications. Um, Our friend from Ohio lost 80 pounds doing our clean keto. She was doing dirty keto Mm -hmm. and she totally revamped and did a food as medicine approach and she's rocking it. Um, So, you know, this was a really special, that, that human direct connection, which is what I was anticipating, but it was even more in real life. And then I'd say another highlight for me was signing books at the end because it's just been so right. long to like, two like plus years, yeah, right? two plus two years. I mean, since 2019, yeah. December was the yeah. last time okay. I did a two book years. signing. And so 2021, December, full circle was signing books and we sold out of the books that we brought, which was awesome. Um, but I think that there's so many best moments to share. Do you have a top highlight? But I think we should just kind of like flow through the day and yeah. share a little yeah, bit yeah. of our highlights as we go. I love the dance um, that we brought everyone in with. So um, it was the song Freedom. Um, By George Michael. Yes, George Michael. And um, Jody led us in, it's like a seven or eight minute song. Seven, yeah. Um, Six so something, yeah. she led us in movement. And I feel like that was better than any icebreaker that you could have done. Because it just got everyone like in their body, especially having been like in the car or on a plane and traveling. Um, I really enjoyed that. And just kind of looking around the room watching like... You know, people go from seven minutes gives you enough time to be like, okay, I can get into this and do this. Because if it was yes. just a one minute activity, people were like, what am I doing? What is this? And, it was, it and was, by the end we were singing. Like, it was guided it was enough good. that, yeah. it, you know, you're starting with like painting the wall and like watching your hands. And then, um, you know, we moved on to some more like agitation moves, like tucking our tail and bumping our chest. And right. The song is so good mm-hmm. with, you know, all I want, all I want if I can take these lies and make them true right. somehow, um, which is very, you know, resonates very strongly. And um, I think, I, I forget if we did gritos prior or after, but we also kind of got the women just making noise, like, wow, 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 wow. And um, yeah, Becky and I were yelling, freedom, I won't let you down. Um, so it was, it was awesome. And just seeing people kind of get out of their shell to shake things up. And we did that within the first five minutes mm-hmm. of starting. So yep. it was like, let's yep. go, ladies. Welcome. Here we go. Yeah, tear <laughs> off the band-aid. Let's get it. And like better than serving wine in the beginning, just, you know, gets you, gets you opened up. Yes. Um, let's um, maybe go through the menu for the day because it was yeah. kind of a progressive menu. Yeah. Um, so we opened with a bone broth bar by Fond Bone Broth mm-hmm. um, and served their conductor broth. Um, and yes. that was kind of as you were coming in and, you know, finding your space and getting acquainted. Um, we had a nice hot mug of bone broth for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we progressed after an opening lecture. We did smoothie stations, um, which the opening lecture was on immune support and staying sane in times of stress. Um, but the So then we wanted the smoothie stations to kind of mirror off of that. So we did the keto green mango smoothie, which features the grass-fed whey with the immunoglobulins and glutathione in there, um, hemp seeds, flax seed, full-fat coconut milk, mango, lacinato kale, and ginger. Um, we do have that in a YouTube video, so I will link the YouTube video in today's show notes too, so make sure you check that out and comment on that video and subscribe to the Naturally Nourished YouTube channel. Um, and then we also did our adrenal elixir, which is like that like lemon cream Gatorade. It has a copious amount of Redmond real salt in there. We use our Bio C plus capsules in there and um, whole lemons that we just peel some of that rind off of, but there's still that white furry pith. So you are getting the um, ruatine and the bioflavonoids in there as a boost. There's turmeric in there as well. And then I did another lecture to break up on keto fasting and women's hormones. And then we went back into dips and spreads. And um, with that, we did a like, um, if you've eaten at True Foods Kitchen, which is Andrew Weil's concept, um, we're doing our holiday party there as a team. Um, they do these beautiful vegetable crudite tables. So we had like those watermelon radish slices and cucumber and rainbow carrot um, long slices. So those are like big sticks and romaine lettuce leaves to, to house the exterior of the bowl. Um, and then we did a white bean rosemary dip with lemon and copious amounts of garlic and rosemary, of course. And then um, we also did a rustic balsamic that was quite viscous, so a nice dippable um, salad dressing there. 
Then we went into a charcuterie tasting with our friends at the Salumeria. Um, we will link them in the show notes. They like sold out their whole hall and everyone was losing their minds on their delicious salamis. And um, if you go to their website, definitely check out their piggy sticks mm-hmm. and their piggy sticks in the OG flavor specifically and the tartufo. Um, or tartufa. There's truffle in there. Tartufo. Tartufo. Okay. Um, Dan would say it better. Way better. We're not doing it justice. Yes, but delicious. Delicious. (laughs) And, um, you know, Kaz, uh, who is his wife talked about the quality of production you know they have all their pigs over on 100 acres of land in texas and you know the importance of of course the quality of life and the diet and the fact that they raise their animals for a more longevity approach um, and give them access to pasture and then she even talked about like myths on nitrites and nitrates so they use uh chard Mm -hmm. as their source of natural nitrate um, which is a fantastic curative that is less toxic of course Um, so that was cool and then we did wine tasting that was sponsored by our friends at dry farm wines Um, so if you check them out y'all know we love dry farm wines because they third-party lab test for toxicity and added sulfites and added sugar so it's lower carb lower toxicity you feel good the day after you drink it and you actually get some probiotic support Um, nothing added it's just the terroir of the earth and what happens with natural native yeasts. Um, So we had four different wines. We did two white, a light crisp white and a bold white tasting. And then we had a um, lighter red and then a bolder red that we did during the cooking class and then at the meal. Um, And if you wanna check out Dry Farm Wines, we'll definitely link them and we'll link Fond Bone Broth, of course. Um, And with both of them, when you use Allie Miller RD, you can save, you can get a bottle for just a penny at Dry Farm Wines. Great thing to do as we're rounding out the holidays and getting into the new year. Um, and then we made for the main entree an herbed butternut squash uh, salad with spiced pecans with goat cheese on a bed of arugula and mixed greens and a crispy warming pasture-raised pork shoulder which we pan seared in lard Uh, we used yonder way farm that's our favorite um, meat producer in texas here that becky and i both work with regularly and um, we used garam masala as a warming seasoning so you're getting that cardamom and um, cinnamon and all of the warming blend um, which really made it kind of smell like christmas Uh in there and especially with all the rosemary we had going rosemary sage and Mm -hmm. and thyme was in like everything (laughs) yep and then i made a greek yogurt cheesecake in these little cute sweet ball jars and a delightful blueberry cardamom compote and so that we put on cold at the end and then we did a q a when they ate their dessert yes and the butternut squash and the crispy warming pork are both making it into the 12-week meal plan for sure i don't know if the greek yogurt cheesecake was on that list but that could be a metabolic flexibility or carb cycle option i think um, it could yeah um, but i'll link the um, greek yogurt cheesecake bars that it's modeled off of from the blog awesome. just doesn't have the blueberry which was kind of it kind of made it it was delicious yes so i just want to kind of go in some of the themes um you know again we're going to probably offer this again so i won't go through all of the lecture notes and all of the nitty-gritty the food menu will probably shift but it'll be that similar flow where you would have two workshops a sit-down meal at the end and two lecture elements and probably some funky movement which will probably mix up the song and that stuff too um but a big theme of this like i kind of opened with in this fluidity and fortitude is the ability to block external vibration and really being mindful to get back in your body so whether that means that every day you turn your feet to the floor and you sit up and you put your hand on your high heart which means your actual heart and a hand on your low heart which is more like uterine space or lower abdomen and you take five deep breaths and you just think about what your body needs or you actually ask yourself what do I need today or if you're vibrating or bouncing we've talked a lot about like shaking and like just letting your heels kind of agitate on the ground and and shaking your wrists um, to just shake off things that aren't yours we did cutting in the class which was fun with a song where, where we're like like kind of like chopping basically at the air and, and, and cutting things that don't work for us or old patterns or liberating and releasing. Um, but once you can feel and get connected to your breath, again, then you can really ask yourself from all the chaos that's going on in the world, what resonates with me? What do I want to hold on to? And what do I want to release and not allow to dampen my light? Um, and so that was a big piece of the connection of, of course, stress and immune because you have to be in and feel 
heal your body to heal your body. And I talked a lot about this concept of, of course, stress being the Achilles heel of the body, which is my main premise of the anti-anxiety diet. We talked about the impact of stress on hormones, gut permeability, microbiome, um, our blood sugar levels, belly fat, and then immune as well. And then highlighted like the top formulas. We were handing out bottles of adaptogen boost to our volunteers, which we should shout out our volunteers, I feel like, because they're podcast listeners. And um, two of them are also Naturally Nourished ambassadors. So hey to Lindy and Alyssa in San Antonio. And they brought along Terry. Mm -hmm. Um, So to all three of them, they were fabulous and then Brittany came and joined us and she's a native Texan that just relocated to Texas so thank you those four ladies held it down and of course Jody leading the dance and then helping us with everything in between from welcoming people in to rearranging seating arrangements as needed and so much more so much love to those five ladies and um, our husbands did a pretty good job too I would say they did they yeah. did they deserve some <laughs> Brady on the audio so he had a playlist going like specific for each break mm-hmm. um down to you know the minute of the songs um and um had some great tunes while we were prepping and wrapping up as well and then byron was the cameraman um yes. recording video content that we will eventually get together yeah. and share with you guys i'm sure y'all will see it soon um, i just was looking over the still pictures last night so there's, oh. some, there's some good stuff there'll be there. more posts we'll be putting yep. out and maybe yep. by the time this episode we'll have a little bit of something to share again yeah um, and so, yeah, Adaptogen Boost, we talked about a lot. We gave that all to our staff. Gabba Calm, we were all taking ourselves. And then, of course, Calm and Clear, I missed my midday dose. And so my first lecture, I was like a little bit tremory. Um, I had asked a couple people if they noticed. My husband, of course, noticed. Bra- noticed Brady noticed and Becky noticed. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, you, you just calm and clear. I tell myself, you guys, I've said this like a million times over on the podcast. It's just one of those that if you miss it, you can't make it up. Right. Like I'd taken Gabacom, but I just couldn't get over that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't nervousness. It was excitement. It was like the adrenaline of like, let's go. This is awesome. But I was just like, Ugh. Um, so by the time I got in my second lecture though, and I got too calm and clear in me that had at least activated or, or had an impact on me and, and things were groovier. And then, um, of course we had the bio C plus in our smoothie, which super important for adrenals and overall health. Okay. And then the next section beyond stress was immune essentials. Um, so let's maybe recap on some of the essential immune formulas for everyone, you know, just because we're in the thick of cold flu and virus virus and of course, we've got the new Omicron variant. Um, yeah, let's talk, talk about. about that a little bit because I don't think that's coming in any content we have before the end of the year. So you guys, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. What was our DVOC variants episode? Was that vitamin D and DVOC variants mm-hmm. or was it vitamin yeah, C? Vitamin D. Okay, so we'll, we'll link that also in the show notes. But y'all, virus is going to virus. Yep. <laughs> and variants are always going to occur. Um, you know, we've just not had so much hype ever before, and we've not had so much financial pharmaceutical influence penetrating the media and political impact or influencing policy in the form of mandates and tyranny. Um, due to the fact that this particular virus of COVID has animal vectors and not just uh-huh. bats, various animal vectors. I think we've now seen over 10 different species of oh, yeah. animals yeah. that have been able to carry coronavirus. About testing um, deer, like, right. you know, mm-hmm. your regular old white-tailed deer that are roaming around Allie's yard. And that, you know, if you test 50% of the ones that are, you know, hunted and killed are going to have COVID. So. so the problem is when there's an animal vector mm-hmm. for a virus and there's mass vaccination campaigns, that actually continues to prolong drama right. and drive more variants. Um, so that's a faux pas that's going on right now and is going to continue the more that we continue to push boosters and continue to push this experimental injection into, again, only still emergency authorization use into, especially as I talked a couple episodes ago, the children that are not in an emergent state. Um, we also know, and we haven't shared with you since the last time we've talked about the, the the pandemic, um, that efficacy of the experimental injection is significantly less than was once thought, even shared specifically from the drug manufacturers themselves. And the manufacturers themselves, um, Pfizer just asked the FDA, um, the FDA asked a federal judge 
because the federal judge, there was one in Texas that was asking for an FOIA mm -hmm. request for data and information of safety on the approval of the Pfizer BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine. And the FDA asked this federal judge for 55 years to release this data. So we're talking 2080 something mm -hmm. is when we're actually going to find out the true data on this injection that you're being told you have to take or you might lose your job. Right, right. Um, and I know someone is going after them pretty hardcore and, and I think we'll get it released in more like two to four years. Um, but even then, and, and you know, the solution of with the Omicron has been, oh, go get your booster because it's coming to the U.S. and it's fully vaccinated people who are getting it and spreading it. Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly mild. So Incredibly mild. And um, the, even the word Omicron means like small, tiny, um, which is interesting. And um, we had a resurgence of coronavirus in our crew or our, I guess, people that we um, are with a lot. And so our, our, our dance group, my Pilates group, um, I was heavily exposed. And the interesting thing is that my body knew it was exposed. Like I had a histamine-like response in the sense mm -hmm. that I had itchy burning eyes, I had a mild headache, and I was sneezing, and I had drainage and a, a little bit of a scratchy throat. Less than 24 hours, my body knew what to do. I ramped up the colloidal silver nose spray. Um, let's talk about maybe what we would do in this sense, right? But, right? but for me specifically, I know my body was exposed and I did not get infected. And again, natural immunity is far superior because of that memory cell system of our adaptive immune process. Your B cells and T cells, remember we talked about in the Keto Immune Podcast, when you keep good blood sugar balance and you're eating a low glycemic diet and even extra credit if you are producing ketones, you're going to make more robust T cell response, which means that your immune system has more longevity of preventing future infections. So that's really powerful and another reason why you should all join our next level keto um, and also purchase the 12-week food as medicine keto class. But still, you know, keto is really a big piece of harnessing not only metabolic syndrome, but also the immune system. And so I think that that helps us in our resilience. I think the proactive work that we do on our guts, um, ensuring, you know, the microbiome aids in development of our innate immune cells. So specifically our macrophages, our monocytes, our new neutrophils, these white blood cells are the first line defense against any pathogen, any form of illness, um, so regardless of variant. And the GALT, the gut-associated lymphatic tissue, supports that adaptive learned process. Um, so, you know, both Becky and I, pretty much for life, are on targeted strength and rebuild spectrum, yep. right? I never not take both. Yep. Um, I take one of each at bed every night. And then if I feel under the weather, I'll ramp both of them up. You can always go, remember, three times increase of your probiotics if ill. Um, another thing that I do really really pro-vigilantly is um, membrane and barrier support. So beyond the gut blood barrier, thinking of your mucosal membranes up in your ear, nose, and throat space. And this is important for your children as well um, because they're in the biggest Petri dish of mm -hmm. exposure and, and shifts of kids' immune systems are just being introduced to these compounds and have to learn to make the antibodies and have to learn to make the T cells and B cells to remember. And that's why we can be often exposed to many of these different viruses and our body remembers right. um, or we're less susceptible. So supporting their membranes um, by keeping them clean and moist and structurally sound. Um, we don't want to have a um, false barrier like a mask, which would um, block the moisture regulation in the nasopharynx and also will disrupt the way that our oxygen flow works because kids will often mouth breathe. We're much better sealing our lips and breathing through our nose. And then using like the X-Clear nose spray, which is that saline grape fruit and uh, xylitol, a great way to passively. So you could do that prior and post school days for sure. your kiddos. Yep. Um, and then if they are dealing with colored gunk mucus, um, it's getting green or they're having a scratchy throat. Like at that day that I knew before even I was called by Jody to say, mm -hmm. oh shoot, yeah, yeah. Jody was like, I have the vid. Um, but I knew something, I was exposed to something, so I started doing colloidal silver instead of the X-Clear. Mm -hmm. So that has the antiviral support as well. But I only use colloidal silver if I have a scratchy throat or I feel like my body's been exposed to something. Otherwise, I use the X-Clear. So you're clearing pathogen via output. Um, and 
that's really important proactive piece. And you'd want to do that even like for pollen exposure, because why stress your body to make more histamine and then deal with histamine buildup in your body and inflammatory response, just get it out. So your body doesn't have to battle to remove it. Um, So I think that's something that we forget about a lot. Yeah, totally. And, And that's where, you know, using neti pot or saline rinse, Um, or for children using a nebulizer potentially if they do have kind of one of those deep lung coughs. I just set Noah's up last night and had him practice on it because he's got a cough where I'm like, Mm -hmm. this could turn into something. Yeah. You'll have to give me some tips on that because it was torturous. And Yeah, I've honestly, I've actually never neti potted A myself, um, but it sounds not pleasant. The the neti pot It's a lot of volume. I don't think I would like it. I like the nose spray. It works enough. I mean, if you've got something that's like, the nose spray isn't hitting it. Okay. It works. And I make Byron do it because he's my allergy. Guy. I've never been phlegmy enough to need it. I, the nose spray works perfect for yeah. me. So I have no advice <laughs> on the neti pot and it doesn't look exciting to me. But um, the and the nebulizer, you know, you can, of course, um, if you're diluting hydrogen peroxide or if you are doing a blend of, um, you know, you can actually nebulize glutathione if need be. Um, what are you looking at using with Noah? Colloidal silver potentially. Colloidal silver, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done it. I just had him practice, you know, yeah. putting the little thing on. He's nah! Yeah. Does he let you do the nose spray? Yeah, you do that. Yeah, sort of. Or are you just pulling the nose? The, I can do both. The, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll do nasal spray for him, and then I'll use the um, Frida Baby snot sucker. That... And have you used colloidal silver nasal spray with him? Or just the saline Frida? I think I've just done saline. I'd probably colloidal yeah. silver yeah. his nose before the nebulizer. Yeah. Because he's going to be annoyed with that, it's I think. So the noise and the strapping <laughs> and everything. That's what I would suggest. Um, and then, you know, also thinking of clearing out pathogen in the gut, because often, again, at this time of the year, if we're eating more sugar, if our immune system is already a little bit depressed, um, we can be susceptible to dysbiosis. And we have seen in clinical literature, individuals be more susceptible to virus when they do have bacterial imbalance. Again, both because the microbiome needs to produce the innate immune cells, and also because there's an inflammatory response when you're imbalanced, and so there's more prone severity of infection. So this is a really great time of the year if you just want to boost your immune system to do the beat the bloat cleanse. It's actually going to give you robust antioxidants to reduce oxidative stress. You're going to get, of course, the antiviral support from the herbal immune, which also would kill off parasite bacteria imbalance and yeast and then same with berberine boost there's also some antiviral property there especially when you blend in that coptis golden thread in there Um, and then with the ultimate detox in the blend and the gi cleanup you have a really good suite of support Um, and then other immune essentials in our line again cellular antioch cellular antioch cellular antioch Um, and so you know two a day baseline for adults trying to get one a day in for kiddos that are prone towards mucus and phlegm um, so we've been doing a capsule of Celiantiox with uh, raw and filtered honey and a capsule of BioC Plus with Stels, which is a tablespoon, making that into like a syrup. And she takes a bite of that anytime she has any form of gunk. And then very consistent with the vitamin D balance blend. And that's one that you can go three to five times up from your baseline dosage if feeling under the weather. Um, and then keeping with at least a naturally nourished probiotic of choice. And you could you could um, figure out what works best for you through the probiotic challenge. So we can link that YouTube video as well. All right. Um, let's talk uh, maybe highlights on that next le- lecture that you did. So after immune, you hit on keto, fasting, and women's hormones. Um, and I think there was something you said... Fasting is a dimmer. There it is. Yeah. Not a light switch. I liked that a lot. I know we say it, but yeah, I, I it's liked the that, way you described that. It's something that I um, I believe I came up with on my own, um, and it's something that I think of in the long run of a lot of functional medicine approaches, right? Um, so, you know, uh, people are always asking like, well, will this break my fast? Will this break my fast? And we'll also put the YouTube video of the three different forms of fasting where we talked about a bone broth fast versus a fat-fueled fast versus adding collagen to your coffee or tea. Um, So I was just saying how, you know, it's not like you fall off a cliff, like you broke your fast. Um, We try to, of course, keep carbohydrates 
carbohydrates low so that the body is producing ketones in an accelerated rate when you're in a fasted window. And that's a part of that ancestral mimicking that supports optimal health outcomes and can help with that autophagy. But basically you have to be calorie restricted and you have to be carb restricted. So for some of us that run of a lower percent body fat, we need that fat to tell the body that it's satiated to help to maintain leptin levels and to help the body to feel safe to actually get the beneficial outcomes of fasting and not drive a stress fight or flight response. Or for someone that has Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, or just has known history of leaky gut and gut drama and food sensitivity or eczema, skin conditions, which are tied psoriasis and eczema, you know, to gut health. Um, These people would do better doing a bone broth fast. So yeah, maybe you're getting 80 calories, but again, that's not a light switch on or off of you fell off the cliff. You're going to get about, you know, 10 grams, eight to 10 grams of protein in your cup of bone broth, but you're also going to get beautiful electrolytes and you're going to get that L-glutamine and that glycine. So these amino acids are going to help with that gut integrity along with the gelatin and collagen. And then glycine helps your body to burn fat as fuel. So even if you have some weight to lose, you might see better results doing a bone broth fast or sipping bone broth during your fasted window, shall I say. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be a three-day bone broth fast. It could just be that you start your day with bone broth and you still don't eat till 1 p.m. And that could work really beautifully for some, especially compared to black coffee or tea. Or again, if you need, you don't have to just do the bulletproof coffee. If you don't need the fat, maybe you instead need the therapeutic gut support. So it really comes down to this individualized approach. And I think all taking a step back as we're getting to the chaos of the end of the year, of really just coming to peace with the idea that it's so important that the body feels safe And oftentimes the answer is less is more. And it doesn't mean less nourishment. That means less restriction or less overexertion to really support optimal health. Yes. Um, Let's talk maybe about some of the fasting tools that we would highlight kind of within this section. So um, I think one that you don't necessarily think of associated with with keto or fasting would be the um, Reset, Restore, Renew Detox Packs. And the reason there being when you support the liver, you're going to see more optimal production of ketones. You're kind of taking some of the pressure off of the liver, giving it all of these vital nutrients that it needs to detoxify. And our ketones often will go up just by virtue of like taking a detox pack at night, or especially if you do that full 10 day detox. And that's something that we are always troubleshooting, especially in next level keto course or individuals that are wearing CGMs. We're always troubleshooting elevated blood sugar levels in the evening. And our standard go-to is like, let's add calm and clear, or let's add sleep support, or um, you know, let's bring up the relax and regulate as ways to mitigate that cortisol surge. But I think also I've seen really fantastic outcomes, and sometimes we, we even, Becky and I, forget to recommend that, that taking a Reset, Restore, Renew detox pack at bed can also aid in the way that your liver not only makes ketones, but in the way that your liver regulates that gluconeogenesis, you know? So when people are taking metformin as a drug, um, that is an oral hypoglycemic that works mechanistically on the liver, and it works to um, interface with the liver's production of glucose through the process of gluconeogenesis. And so if we're taking a detox pack at bed and that fuels the liver to function better, that also means that likely you should have more sustained regulated blood sugar release versus a blood sugar crash or dynamic dump, which many people tend to see around that 3 a.m. time. And so it's equally troubleshooting the liver as well as cortisol and that dawn phenomenon, which that was a big emphasis of our conversation for sure. Totally. Super important. And then we've talked recently uh, both on the CGM episode um, and on the one uh, about troubleshooting your elevated A1C about berberine boost as a really effective tool as well. Absolutely. And, you know, we, I think we've mentioned now a couple times in the podcast how berberine has been shown to be as effective as metformin, but actually more effective at regulating lipids. Um, so we see more favorable influence on LDL and triglycerides, as well as HDL and even um, oxidative stress markers because our berberine boost has that antioxidant ch- traditional Chinese medicine herbal blend there as well. Um, And then in the world of hormones, any like highlights from the lecture that you want to add? Um, I think the big thing was we were talking a lot about relax and regulate. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you listeners are relax and regulate users. (laughs) And um, a lot of times it's just dumbed down as I feel like myo-inositol is like the redhead stepchild of relax and regulate. Like everyone thinks it's just a magnesium supplement, Mm -hmm. but it's actually really a myo-inositol supplement 
with magnesium would be a more accurate way of describing that formula. Um, so, you know, each scoop of Relax and Regulate has four grams of myo-inositol and um, it's 250, I believe, milligrams of magnesium. 200? 200 milligrams yes, of 200. magnesium bisglycinate. So yes, it is the best form of, magne- of magnesium in that bisglycinate, which is that neuromuscular relaxer, um, but it's the myo-inositol that is really the powerhouse ingredient, which plays a big role with insulin sensitivity, plays a role with reduction of cravings. So another good one to keep consistent with during the holiday season, um, or if you're trying to get back on track listening to this in January. Um, Myo-inositol has also been shown to be anxiolytic, meaning it's anxiety reducing. It aids with insomnia, depth and quality of sleep. Um, It specifically has great support for ovarian function and health. Um, We've seen research studies on helping to get back to healthy ovulation after being anovulatory. Um, Powerful tool in PCOS, especially reducing excessive testosterone in women or excessive DHEA. Um, And so this is a really big powerhouse formula for both ingredients. And we were just giving extra love to inositol, which Mm -hmm. in the food is medicine family, you can get a good dosage of with your citrus. So citrus is in season now. This is a great time to um, actually like use that rind of your grapefruit after you've maybe eaten half of a grapefruit with a spoon. Use that rind in your water or sparkling water or use um, your zesters to incorporate citrus zest as a great way to get an impact there. Yes. Um, There's citrus zest in the blueberry cardamom compote, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There was a good amount. Just citrus juice in the rosemary white bean dip. Yeah. Thinking through the, the menu again. Yeah. There was a good amount of inositol mm-hmm. foods there. And um, cardamom actually also has a lot of food as medicine. It's been shown in research to increase antioxidant capacity upwards of 90%. Um, and really solid research on mood enhancement as well as microbiome balance. Um, so we had cardamom in a couple different recipes. And I think as we get into this season of the end of the year where there tends to be a little bit more of maybe that seasonal effect effective depression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good time to think higher vitamin C foods and, and then some of those superfoods. Um, and nutmeg is another one that can be a mood stabilizer as well and very seasonally appropriate. Super cool. Awesome. Uh, so any closing thoughts or um, reflections or anything else you want to share about the event? I just want to do it again. I thought yeah. it was really good. I mean, it was definitely a long burn. Um, so much love. I would like to thank all of the sponsors on air. Um, so we talked about Fond Bone Broth. Um, we gave everyone a bottle of targeted strength probiotics. So we could give them that microbiome boost and mood boost that has, again, the lacto and bifido strains that are most well-researched and are the ones that were studied in that research study against Prozac. So really that probiotic as nature's Prozac support there for everyone. Everyone. Um, Santa Cruz Medicinals, who is a sponsor of the podcast, gave us a CBD tincture per participant and two um, or four, I don't know, some samples of their deep sleep caps. Branch Basics provided us a starter kit. So they had a cleaning concentrate and spray bottle for everyone. And was there one more? We had these really cute tote bags that said, I believe in food is medicine with the logo. Um, and I think think that that was everything yeah Yeah. that was really sweet of course dry farm wines was a sponsor as well no one went home with a bottle of wine but they kind of did in their belly (laughs) i think some people were able to get a whole four glasses out from the event Uh, we tried to keep it kind of slow and steady but uh, i saw a couple people grab a bottle off the bar and bring it to their table good for them yeah (laughs) i think i think that big reflection that i saw that it was six hours it was not long enough. Um, interestingly enough, there was a lot packed into that six hours. We could have allowed more downtime and break time because just seeing these women traveling from all over, lighting up and connecting, right. um, I think we could really facilitate a cool retreat where we have more breakout sessions and like, you know, four or five questions as discussion mm-hmm. points and group leaders. Maybe we could bring our ambassadors in to like lead some small yeah. groups and stuff. So- So if this workshop sounds like something that you'd be interested in, or again, even for those of you that have participated, we are going to be doing a women's retreat at the end of March. It's March 25th to 27th, and you can go on over to AllieMillerRD.com slash products slash women's hyphen wellness hyphen retreat hyphen deposit. Don't worry, we'll put the URL in the show notes. And also we will be notifying over our newsletter again as we get more details 
the opportunity right now would be to put a $250 deposit down and with that deposit you get a $500 credit on your room. Uh, so you can check out all the details on the website. You can also just search the word when you're on AllieMillerRD.com. If you search the word retreat, it should be easy to pop up right there. There'll be a little bit of a detail outline of what my vision is, what we're going to be doing, and some images of the luxury accommodations we'll be staying at. And uh, I think it's just going to be a really fabulous time. So definitely take advantage of the early bird savings. When you put down the deposit, you save $250 on your accommodations. All right, so let's get to a couple of these Q&A questions. Let's start with this one on... Um, bumps on the back of my five-year-old's arms. What could this be and how to solve? Yeah, so this is likely karyotosis pilaris and highly tied to gluten and casein sensitivity. So I would strongly advise pulling your child off of both gluten and all forms of wheat and flour-based foods as well as all forms of dairy. Now you could keep in ghee and grass-fed whey. Um, our grass-fed whey at least for sure is microfiltrated at a low heat and it is free of casein. It just has the whey protein but if things don't resolve you might want to hold off on that a little bit longer before you'd introduce the whey even just to confirm. But generally speaking it's a gluten and casein sensitivity. It also would indicate some level of leaky gut mm-hmm. so we'd want to support that five-year in gut integrity so we could do a half scoop of the GI lining support in a smoothie that could be very appropriate Um, we also would want to ensure that they're getting enough essential fatty acids so are they getting good quality oleic acid like olive oil in the evening meal does the five-year-old eat salad my Stella loves eating salad still which is a blessing Um, so that's a great way that we get olive oil in and then of course we use olive oil blended with avocado oil when we're roasting vegetables regularly Um, We also would think of omega-3 fatty acids in this individual. So doing like a liquid fish oil um, could be very appropriate. And we can link our favorite in the show notes. And then fat-soluble vitamins because these support the barriers of the cells. So vitamin D and K, which you can get in our liquid um, vitamin D balance blend, which the five-year-old should be on anyway during immune season, but that will really help. And then um, ensuring that they are getting a nice amount of vitamin A and E. Um, I wouldn't supplement with these unless there's a known mm-hmm. deficiency yeah. and you've actually done a micronutrient test on this child. So for the A, I would just go for the carotenoid family. So sweet potato fries would be a favorite choice in our household. Um, anything with pumpkin puree. Uh, if you can get liver in, you're going to mm-hmm. get a more bioavailable form of vitamin A. So doing like an ancestral blend of grass-fed ground beef and organs. And you can do through Rome Ranch, they have their... Um, force of nature line and through force of nature you can get their ancestral blend which has kidney and heart not kidney excuse me heart and liver in there um kidneys a little bit more gamey and difficult to get in a little rough yes (laughs) and then for vitamin e i would think of like almonds Mm -hmm. and nuts and seeds um so doing trail mix uh, making almond flour baked goods And then um, it could be very appropriate to even um, add in a B-complex, but I would first start with the multivale kids and get them going on um, at least two chews daily to support on micronutrient levels as well. What's your thought on um, sprinkling a little like digestate into a bite of food for a kiddo that's dealing with this chronically? Would that be appropriate at age five? Yeah, I definitely would do it in a concentrated bite mm-hmm. um, versus like over the whole right, plate. Right, right, right. Um, and you know <laughs> that would ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to a naturally nourished supplement ambassador about this, um, and like how much stuff she can get away with putting in her kid's water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, and what things to quote unquote sneak in versus not. And I'm telling you, Stella at age two, um, right away, like I tried to put elderberry into her water bottle and she was like, mama, what dis in my water? Mm-hmm. Like she knew. And then I felt like guilt, like I was like drugging my kid. So right away at age two, I've been very clear with her of like, open your mouth, I'm giving you medicine, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I will very clearly be like, I'm giving you bio C plus and cellular antioxidants in this honey. Um, And so I tell her, and um, always a concentrated bite is better than putting it in a smoothie, in the water bottle. Um, She never had a problem with elderberry on a spoon, so I don't know why I did that. Um, And she didn't like it in her water, you know? She was like, this is weird. So, um, you know, relax and regulate is the one for kids that is absolutely safe and supportive, especially for like restless legs, sleep issues, a little bit of anxiety or nerves. Um, And that's one that, yes, you would 
likely have to incorporate into a liquid, but you're probably better doing as calling it. This is your relax and regulate little shooter. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you have to add a little splash of tart cherry juice or something in with that, that's totally fine. Um, and then they maybe have water after that, but I wouldn't probably dilute it into a big water bottle. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, digested with like a bite of coconut yogurt or honey or something yeah. like that could be appropriate, like mm-hmm. a, you know, third to a half a capsule. And especially if their belly's hurting. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, we got this one at the, at the event. So I want to cover this. Um, what's the difference between the beat the bloat cleanse and the 10 day detox? And if you're thinking you need both, what would you do first? Okay. So the difference is the 10-day detox focuses on liver and kidney and colon detoxification. Um, So literally our cells accumulate matter over time. And when we have more body fat, our cells also likely have more estrogen in them or more estrogenic. Um, And so we're looking at through the 10-day detox the process of phase one and phase two biochemical detoxification and facilitating that through an abundance of nutrients paired with a food as medicine strategy 10-day protocol. And we do the protocol in two-day increments. So day one and two is the same, day three and four, et cetera, um, so that you can kind of get your flow. And each day will have specific things you need to remove and specific things that you need to actually replace or focus on an abundance of. And then you use our Reset, Restore, Renew detox packs. You always take at least two. And then on days five through eight, you take a third pack. Um, And so the 10-day detox is a great way to keep you motivated on clean eating or a great way to reset if you've fallen off or like have like a bachelorette party or some big indulgence travel and you want to just like er, clean everything up and get motivated. Um, It's a great way to support weight loss. It's a great way if you have lost weight to ensure that you don't deal with toxicity, endocrine disrupting function, or estrogen dominance. So if you've lost 10% of your body weight, really important to do the 10 day detox. And let's link just for the listeners that are joining on later, um, the importance of detox with Mm -hmm. keto. That's a great episode where we talk about the mechanisms of when you're using fat as fuel, you need to do the 10 day detox at least quarterly to help to support that regulation of what's liberated from the cells, as well as support the liver in the production of ketones, like you mentioned earlier, Becky. Um, So 10 day detox is a great thing because we all live in a toxic world. Even if we're trying our darndest to filter our water and sleep on an organic mattress, it's a continuum. And so each time you do one, you layer on a lifestyle change, you keep some out that you had fallen back into a habit of and um, you help your body to like changing the oil in the tank of the car kind of reset to optimize and thrive and then the beat the bloat cleanse although it has the word cleanse in there is really specific to microbiome support and this would be for those that have failed a probiotic challenge this would be for those that have taken my dysbiosis quiz in the anti-anxiety diet book Um, or we've linked that in various podcasts. If you're dealing with bloating and distension, belching, flatulence or gas, irregular bowels, um, or you have other indicating symptoms of bacterial imbalance, this would be a time to do the beat the bloat cleanse. We've also talked about, we can link the episode where I did my most recent beat the bloat cleanse. That was like 2020 March or something. And um, the impact that beat the bloat cleanse can have on hormones, um, on shrinking or reducing uterine fibroids, uh, and the support that we could get in uterine tissue with doing that. So this could be something you could also do for fertility support. Uh, skin health would be another big area of focus of why someone would do the, the detox mm-hmm. truly actually and the beat the bloat cleanse, but beat the bloat cleanse. Um, Becky, how about you touch on the order of operations of the two and how you could kind of synergize the... It can go either way, and I've suggested it either way. Um, So I think, you know, especially like looking at a calendar, and if you're like, okay, I don't have time to do something for six weeks right now, but I could fit in 10 days, um, I think you just go with the detox if you're kind of juggling both, because that's going to set the stage and, and kind of clean up a little bit of debris anyway, in the sense of getting your liver and kidneys optimized and functioning um, so that when you do that beat the bloat cleanse is not as much of an uphill battle I agree. Of less die detox. off less hurt yeah. some reaction yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and and i've talked about like kind of preloading people too on um 
you know, the um, detox packs a few days even going into their beat the bloat cleanse if they're concerned about that or if they've had an adverse response like a lot of Herxheimer reaction in the past. I'll link the Herxheimer reaction um, podcast episode as well. As well. Awesome. Uh, so I think it can go either way. I would look at the calendar, especially this time of year. It's like, I don't know that you can fit in something that's six weeks long um, with holiday commitments and, and all of the things. Um, but I think I think it can go either way where if you do the beat the bloat cleanse and then you, know, you want to do the detox on the tail end of that just to clean up some of the debris, mm-hmm. uh, that can be a fabulous way to do it as well. So I'd go on calendar and I'd go based on, um, symptoms of severity that you're looking to tackle. Um, so if it is significant in terms of skin stuff, you're likely going to benefit and need both. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, maybe do the beat the bloat first, or if it is, you know, true, like, uh, GI irregularity, irregular bowels, maybe launch into beat the blow if you have time to do that and then do the 10 day detox a little bit later down the road. And let's also link those two YouTube videos. We have the one on the beat the bloat cleanse where we're seated. And then we also have the one in the kitchen where we're talking about like five ways mm-hmm. to support your mm-hmm. gut cleanse. Yeah. I think those are great resources as well. I'm going to skip the turmeric question because I have way too much to talk it about. Be a whole podcast. It is. Yeah. I just decided that. So Stay tuned, guys. We'll talk about oxalates and turmeric and liquid gold or fool's gold. I think that's a cute name. I just came up with um, that we'll try to do. (laughs) It's good, right? (laughs) Um, So I'll answer two more questions, more rapid fire style. All right. Um, I'm interested to know how you separate yourselves as dietitians who take nutrition seriously and refuse to consume things that are harmful to our bodies from those who don't. I'm in my internship right now, and it gets frustrating seeing so many RDs eating candy and drinking soda. Well, (laughs) we separate ourselves by not working in a conventional setting and not going to any of those conferences that are sponsored by Coca-Cola and Pepsi, like the American Dietetic Association still is by so many of those main conglomerates of toxic chemical shit storms that don't belong in the human body, honestly. And I'm not a paying member of that organization either. So that's how I separate myself. (laughs) And I apparently speak truth about it. Um, So yeah, I, I think that it's important to hold your ground. I think during your internship, yeah, you have to kind of like chew it up and and regurgitate it yeah um as far as the information not any of the foods of course but the information of nodding your head and smiling you can still um i think question and provide clinical data um i've mentioned in past episodes how when i was an intern they were recommending skim milk and so i printed out a research study on conjugated linoleic acids and this was in a diabetes education center setting um and i printed out research studies on conjugated linoleic acids and insulin sensitivity and the importance of whole fat milk um and put them in the endocrinologist's mailboxes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the dietitian on staff and i actually had a really good elevator conversation with one of the endocrinologists and he was like wow, you're really a smart cookie. Um, and so you never know how things are going to be received, but I always like to kind of kill everyone with kindness and um, try to communicate with grace. Um, but also, um, I never educated something that I didn't believe in or feel strong with. Um, I would just kind of work around it. I wouldn't necessarily say rogue things that were controversial, um, but I always kind of held my ground and would just navigate as best as practical. And then I would say find employment in a space that supports your values. Right. And there might be someone in your same program who has similar values. There were like two of us in my program that I was like, okay, I can go to like True Foods with you and like (laughs) at least talk about like the food element right um and and just finding like-minded individuals um i think is is really important too um but some of it is like the all food fits um oh no yeah there's a lot of that that's like the question is it a food though Uh it's Uh not a food yeah i had a a professor who like brought pop tarts and diet soda and oh no um, she was in like the eating disorder space so she was very much Mm -hmm. like okay when we're recovering from an eating disorder all food fits and i said something very judgmental because she was asking us to like give our first impression of what her quote-unquote breakfast was and i was like um, disgusting, not real food, chemicals, like blah, 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 mm-hmm. just rattled it off. And like, I got kind of shamed in that class for doing it, but you know, <laughs> you did it. yeah, anyway, you made it through. I did. Um, and, and that's part of it too. Just make it through. All right. Last um, question. Snacks. This ideas is, for snacks is one of our favorite conversations. Oh, it sure is. Um, ideas for evening snacks instead of bread. <laughs> X vegan here. So we eat some fruit 
and I usually make apples and coconut butter slash oil mix. So like a dip for apples. Okay. That's a good starting point. That sounds point. like a good snack. I, I It's interesting the bread thing because like we don't eat bread, but um, so yes, I would not suggest bread as an evening snack. Um, I think the apple with like, you could mix up, I, I think of more like nut butter with coconut oil or coconut butter as a blend could work well. You could add chia seed to that. Um, you could also just do like an herb roasted nuts, but I would definitely suggest pre-portioning them. So like we did um, the pecans with um, chopped rosemary and a pinch of cayenne with a little bit of uh, avocado oil and like a couple teaspoons of maple just to kind of round out the flavor profile with coarse salt. Um, that's something to consider at that time. I do think for those of us that are, you know, new to clean eating, like the lesser evil Himalayan salt popcorn with coconut oil sure. can be a good yeah. one for like volumetrics. Cause you can get three cups for just 15 grams of carbs. And if you're feeling snacky, portioning that in a bowl could be a really great evening snack. Um, but the dance is that many people don't do well with eating at night anyway. So I don't generally advise an evening snack. You might be better just doing like a square or two of dark chocolate, finding a tea that you like that has a good flavor profile. Um, and maybe even some of the teas that help to suppress appetite. So you're not dealing with that hunger hanger. And that's where GABACOM could come in as well. Because GABA Calm will help to regulate not just the rumination and cravings, but impulsivity or impulse control. Um, so those would be the big ones that I have off the top of my head. Any other snack ideas, Becky? Like part of a perfect bar, maybe, um, mm-hmm. or one of those peanut like delicious peanut butter. That's my evening snack. Um, so one of them, though, not the whole package. So split it with someone or, mm-hmm. or keep the other one for another day. Uh, but those are really nice because there's a good amount of fat and protein in them yes. to balance out the carbs um, and then keeping super yep. savory you might do like slices of salami with olives yeah um olives and marcona almonds that'd be another one yep. that i'd kind of go to as well i'm not sure yep. how the, the salami would go over with the ex-vegan but if you try salumeria you'll feel good yep. about yep. buying the meat and it is delicious um so definitely something to check out Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us today. We covered a lot of ground. Yes. So we have so many offerings to support you to optimize and thrive as you finish out 2021. Wow. Crazy to say. Super, super strong and empowered and also step on the right foot in 2022. If you're interested in the women's wellness retreat, go on over to AllieMillerRD.com, type in the word retreat in the search bar and make sure you are the first to put down that 250 $50 deposit, which will save you $250 or give you a $500 credit in your booking of accommodations. Again, accommodations range from $1,500 to $1,800 or I think maybe $2,000 depending on if you're in a room alone or all the details will be found on the website soon. But can't wait to all meet you all out there. And then also a new thing that I haven't mentioned yet as we come to close, we will be doing some live detox classes. So this is something that was a big request from you guys. I will be doing a live class, well, not in person, live online to be fair. The retreat is in person. <laughs> this will still be live, uh, so it will allow a Q&A and engagement uh, on 1-3 and 1-10. Um, So January 3rd and January 10th, I will be doing two live classes at 7 p.m. CST, uh, Central Standard Time, that is, of course. You will get the most updated 10-day real food detox ebook. We will have an open chat forum that Becky and I are managing from January 1st through the 15th to help to address your questions and provide ongoing motivation, sharing what we're eating throughout the process, and support you through your 10-day detox. So this is an offering that's $14.99, a great steal. Um, It's called our 2022 Live Detox Program. Check it out also over at Allie Miller RD and in the show notes. And if you're listening to this in the last week of December, we are currently running a promo on our detox packs. So always, always, always subscribe to the Naturally Nourished newsletter where you stay up to date when we have offerings. So we're trying to get you these detox packs at a discount so that you can really step into the new year strong and optimized. Check out our 12-week food as medicine ketosis meal plan. That will have snacks as well. So tons of snack ideas in there. Um, We're playing with a bunch of different like forms of cheese balls 
So that should be fun. <laughs> like old school kind of spinoff of like pimento cheese, but, but you could dip it with bell peppers and crudite type style. We'll still keep it clean and food is medicine focused. So hope you all loved today's episode. Always fun connecting with y'all and hope that you are taking some of the concept at least of fortitude and fluidity and how you can apply that to the self as well as extend that throughout your family and your household. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.